Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode 27 of Real Good Show. We're back for another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast, the show that every single week without fail proves that not everything Stefan tweets gets at least 100 faves. Justin Morissette <laughs> with you, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen, and I couldn't possibly insult that intro this week because spot on. it was fantastic, yeah. yeah. Well, episode 27, of course, is also going to be the episode that uh, is disappointing to start. Uh, but really starts to catch fire until uh, tragedy befalls it in Washington, and its legs are clipped, and it never plays again. Is that Magnus Arvidsson? Yes, it is! Wow. Yes, he's That is definitely good. not someone that I would ever know or identify. He was, uh, you know... Wasn't... Uh, he was I, I figured... Was Gino 27? Gino's 29. Right. 29. So he's okay. coming up yeah. in a few How about weeks. Mameso? Was he 27? I have no idea. Okay. Well, I want to say like... All a, right, fine. I'll look that up then. Because I, I feel like... I, I felt like we were definitely going for like a more well-known Canuck. Though. I thought we weren't going to do the hockey bit and then Justin brought it back. Yeah, I know. I, but it's, Magnus Arvidsson. I liked a, him. Yeah, me he too. He was good. He was before uh, like, you know, the, the salary cap era yeah. when the Canucks really struggled to sign anybody yeah. ever. Uh, Magnus Arvidsson was like our our big splash UFA. Kind of like a Yannick Hansen style player. Yeah, I recall. Yeah, like a you know good checking line guy. But yeah. he finally got a chance to play with the Sedins. Yeah, had four goals in two games, and then somebody just took out his legs. Yeah, he like in never Washington, played again, yeah. and he like severed his Achilles. Yeah. and was just it was done. like a brutal injury. Did we sign him from Ottawa? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ottawa. Yes. Yeah. Sergio Mameso, twenty-seven. Oh, Sergio Mameso. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. Well, I also was gonna say Ben Hutton. Yeah. But that, that but dude. who he doesn't hasn't even done anything yet. Well, you know he's I'd, he's pretty cool. Oh yeah, like I like him, but yeah. he's not like a, a guy that you would make your no. episode number. No, yeah. but Ma- then Magnus Arvidsson. Yeah, I went obscure. Hand. I thought I would throw Stefan off on that one, so I was no. very impressed. Well. Cool. Well, this is uh, cute that you guys have this little game you play every time, <laughs> and I just sit here like, well, okay, great, Magnus, who's a what? Well, it? the reference to my tweet was about uh, yeah, because I guess I'm a fairly prolific tweeter, apparently. Uh, according yeah. to Splitsider, yeah, impresario so. or whatever yeah. they Twi- I, Twitter. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Twitter dipshit, wonderkind. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Uh, yeah. But every time I tweet about the show, it gets like five percent of the. Oh the yeah, feedback. like not even. That's yeah. probably very generous. Yeah, yeah, it's like not even yet. But you know, there's some, like you some could, people. You could literally it. tweet, "I just took a shit." Like right now, we should we should test this, and out. it would get <laughs> at least a hundred interactions. We're gonna, and you tweet out like. Oh, I just started this amazing podcast with my best friends. Please follow it. And it gets like 10 people are like, okay. Just took a stinky old dump. 500 retweets. Yeah, exactly. I know. I could literally just uh, type the word poop. Yeah. And get like guaranteed triple digits. Do yeah. it right now. Guaranteed. Okay. Do it right it's now. It's late night though. Uh, it's late. It's not It's not the best time. Well, that's when your, you know, your dirty tweets come out to play. Yeah, exactly. It's Twitter after right. dark. Well, Twitter we're we're going to update throughout yeah. the show. We'll yeah. see how many it gets by the end of the I'm show. I'm tweeting poop right now it's 11 46 p.m pacific time so yeah. 2 46 p.m eastern yeah poop and tweeted 
All lowercase, no punctuation. Perfect. And let's see, uh, just for comparison's sake, let me take a look here at your uh, heartfelt tribute to your best friends here at Real Kid I think it's up to like 12 faves now. Is it 12? Okay, perfect. Let's take a look here. Well, I got um, some follows out of it. That's all that really matters to me. I got like, some good signals. Well, as long as you're happy, because I'm personally disgusted. Well, also, I tried to be very earnest on the show last week and talk about like how like touching and meaningful this show was for me That's true. in 2015. And you two idiots were both like, are you still going on about that? So it was a, quite a surprise hey, man, listen. for me to wake up for, to some, some earnestness from the, well, I, uh, I feel as, the I've got king a re- of irony over I, here. I do have a reply to the poop tweet already and it feels though he's in the room with us right now because his reply was 86 retweets 145 likes <laughs> so he's predicting i guess who was that from uh hojo 666 he should now i did see okay so you're you had a tweet about how everyone should follow the real good show account and it has 21 interactions total three retweets and 18 favorites okay and then i'm trying to find the one where you talk about by the way, I just How did that nice to win my own jersey. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, well, should we announce the winner? Yeah, I guess we could do that. Yeah. We could call it. Yeah, because, by the way, the jersey hasn't been made yet. <laughs> also, by the way, no one cares. It might have helped to get entrance if we had a photo of the jersey. But it doesn't actually exist yet. Okay. But I will tell you, uh, and this is going to blow your mind, the winner of the uh, the jersey. It's going to be signed by all of Barcelona FC. Wow, absolutely. Yeah. So just really... Making the jersey worth less than well, it actually yeah, like is if, worth. If you bring it in your house, it's going to lower your property value. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after your most recent game, which we'll get to right now in a segment that we call Good For You. Oh, well, this is, I thought this was a bad for you. Uh, well, so. Yeah, you so it was our first game of the winter season yeah. for Barcelona FC. Uh, we were without our goalie, who's probably our best player. Oh, that's never great. Yeah, and our, uh, our two best midfielders, who are our two best non-goalie players so your three best players yeah our three best players including our goalie right. so we didn't have a goalie we had two guys and they, you know they tried their best i think that they did fairly well all things considered um but you know did they have gloves oh even? yeah like, they had gloves oh, okay. and stuff well, and, and there were some really nice saves as well uh but there were also a lot of goals against right and we also had like one sub total oh that's never good either. It, so it was just we were on like the whole time anyway uh i believe the final score was 14 nothing the other team um, and this is like two 25 minute halves. Uh, so that's like, that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, but, but they great. also, uh, at the end of the game, you have to like report your score to the, the people who run the intramural thing or whatever. And they were really nice. They were like, Oh, uh, it was eight, nothing. <laughs> so they, they threw us a bone. Yeah. That's cute. They dropped six goals off the total. But you, you finished it, you know, you, you toughed it out. Yeah. You showed good sportsmanship. Oh yeah. Well, good we, for you. we rated them five stars in the fun category. We got five stars as well. Yeah. It's not really great when it's like Yelp. You have to review the other team. Yeah, you give them fun points afterwards. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. It's what not is, really great when you like go towards the fun cup. Uh, it actually is. It's the tiebreaker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there was a there were two teams. Sorry, John. I know you want. That's to okay. Yeah. No, it's no, fine. No, no, I'm used to Justin interrupting. No, no, no. I'm just fascinated no, no, there, by this. There were two teams uh, tied at the top last year. Yeah. Uh, or last season, and uh, one of the team was just full of assholes, and so they they were in second because they had like lower fun points. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We played in, I played in a church league uh, for hockey 
and we had a sportsmanship point. So it was like if your team got 12 minutes in penalties or less in a game, then you would actually get a point in the standings. So it made a huge impact because the wins were only worth two points. Mm-hmm. So it made a huge impact in the standings. You could beat a team 14 nothing and get one more point in the standings than them if you also took a lot of penalties and they didn't. Uh, but because it was a church league, we called it the Jesus point. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty awesome. And this was like, I was, I'm a non-Christian, but most of the guys on the team were pretty Christian and they were total. they all referred to it as the Jesus point. So yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, it was not a joke for them. No, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is very important. Well, yeah. he, Jesus was always getting nailed to the boards too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that's great. I was going to just go for like a nice little joke where I was going to be like, yeah. So the standings just kind of went G P W L T. JP. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about when he was crucified. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and like tortured. <laughs> I know. I'm saying uh, like I was trying to just go like the opposite. Like of he that. stayed alive for like eight or nine hours. It was no, it was longer than that. It was. Um, it seemed like a long time when I watched the Passion of the Christ. It seemed like it well, took that was forever. like that's not a documentary. No, but it just did really seem long. I read about it in uh, a little book you might have heard of. Uh, Jesus, a lifetime. This is memoirs. <laughs> I feel like if nice. this joke goes on much longer, it might come back to life before too long. Nice. I was trying to think of like who's like a prolific memoir writer, but I guess they're all just like ghost, ghost writers. writers. It'd be like uh no, it'd be Jesus A Lifetime by Bill Bryson. <laughs> 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 the short history of Jesus's long life by Bill Bryson. Do you have anything for good for you this week, John? Uh no. No? Well, no. I also have the the book too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this yeah, is kind of like a plug big, thing as well, but Yeah, but well, it's still it's a big moment. Yeah, uh so Random House is publishing my uh why are you guys laughing uh my my first book uh and it's kind of a take on uh like millennial culture uh, as it is it's called uh generation selfie uh colon hashtag win nice uh, and the colon is the the two dots the symbol it doesn't colon. say colon yeah. yeah that'd be really weird that would be pretty strange yeah, like a hashtag in your colon yeah feel yeah great. um so anyway it's just it's just my kind of sardonic take on uh, on life as a millennial and, and we all know how, how tough that is and uh you know i think uh I read, you know, salon.com and slate.com. They have a lot of great takes uh, just uh, from the millennial point of view a lot of the time. And I just wanted to write. It's uh, 750 pages long. Nice. Uh, I've been working on it for 16 years. So before millennials were a thing. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, that's always good. It's going to be out spring 2016. Beautiful. So the book's going to talk with like a lot of... You're going to start out with like a lot of talk of like Will Smith's influence on like the box office, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Basically starting with Y2K. It's chronological. Kind of work. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, so selfies and like hashtag win and all that is going to come up later. It's kind of talking about how all that culture led to the selfie generation, which is right. what that's what I call uh, millennials. I call them millennials too. Right. But I also, like that. No, I like that. Or generation selfie. I mean, either one. It'd be cool because like. Douglas Copeland uh, coined the term Generation X, which obviously stuck. Very famous book. Everyone refers to that. And subsequent generations have been Generation Y. Now we're into the millennials. And I think it's really cool that another Vancouver author, such as yourself, is going to be coining the next generational term. Oh, yeah. Douglas Copeland also started writing his first book at age 10 also. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was uh, Girlfriend in a Coma he started writing at age 10. Yeah. So look for it. Random House, spring 2016, Generation Selfie, hashtag win. 750 pages long. Going to be very exciting. I I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to have a signed first edition. I'm not giving you a signed first edition. Well, I'll buy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) 
Yeah, we'll go to your yeah. we'll go to your book signing. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to clarify, uh, I did find your sentimental tweet where you said the best part of my 2015 was starting at Real Good Show with my pals at Justin Morris and at Cullen the Comic. It's three idiots complaining about sports, and that has 24 interactions. So okay. one retweet and 23 faves. All right, let's see what Poop is at right now. Well, poop, poop is currently at 16 interactions. Okay. It's still early. We're eight minutes deep here. Yeah. And Poop is on the rise. I mean, it's late at night, too, I think. Yeah. Well. I just can't even believe how many replies you're also getting to it. <laughs> uh, the replies so far, shit, eh? That's from at uh, Boog. Shug? Because he knows you're Canadian, right? Yeah. At Sawdust Caesar, you've done it again. <laughs> at the hour of 12. But. At Chris Filson, relatable. At Famous Celeb, poop, spelled P-O-U-P. See, that's a good take that's on That's also the, Canadian. Uh, yeah. S underscore Osser. Ha ha nice. <laughs> And then Hojo666 with the 86 retweets, 145. See, I think if I ever tweeted this at like 3 p.m. Eastern, or tweeted it at 3 p.m. Eastern, this, this thing would be taking off right now. It'd be top of your fave star. Well, you think about it right now, like the Eastern Seaboard is asleep for the most yeah, part. for the most part, yeah. Uh, it's almost midnight. Yeah. And I just tweeted poop. I mean, I should be saving this stuff for prime time. <laughs> you should But be. for you guys, I just tweeted the word poop. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to pin it to my profile. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure. Just yeah, to, so no one misses it. Yeah, no, that's important. Because well, people will want to see that when they wake up and everything, right? Like they'll... Yeah, clearly. They'll be checking out your feed. Yeah. And <laughs> We've had a very focused start to the Today show Today was so the far. first day where I shit on some of my students openly on my Twitter as well. Because I <laughs> had some kids that were... I was in a class and there was like an old tube TV mounted in the corner of the classroom so no doubt was like the height of classroom technology in 1997 and um the tv doesn't really work it's just like all snowy and the kids had downloaded like a universal remote app and had made it into a remote for that tv and they kept turning it off and on (laughs) that's amazing they thought it was like the funniest thing (laughs) it is that has ever existed Uh, it was funny in the sense that it was the most pathetic prank i've ever seen in my entire life they literally this is literally i was paying no attention i was sitting at the front of the room they were working on projects i was on my computer and they literally couldn't get my attention by turning it off and on so one of them had to say Whoa, how did the TV get uh, on? See, I was thinking like if they were doing it while you were like lecturing. No. And they had like porn on it or something. No, it yeah. was snow. It was just like oh. TV snow well, and they stupid. couldn't get the sound to work. They kept trying to turn the volume up to disrupt the class, yeah. but it failed. That is pretty pathetic. Yeah. So you're saying the TV was like Tintin without Tintin? Yes. All snowy. Nice. Wow, that was very that's good. That's good. That was Basking in the warm glow of that one, fellas. Good for you. No, I think that's the Norwalk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's your good for you this yeah, week, I'm, right? I'm not, you lost uh, 10 pounds. I'm not vomiting any longer. Yeah. That, everybody keeps saying that, oh, I came down with food sickness. No, you didn't. You didn't have food poisoning. Not this many people all get food poisoning all at the well, same time. No, I mean, a lot of people go to Starbucks, yeah, Tim Chipotle. Hortons, Chipotle every day. It could be. True enough, I yeah. suppose. But yeah, I mean, there's too many coincidental cases of food poisoning. Well, I, agree. I, I thought I got food poisoning one Christmas. This was like two years ago uh, because I I ate a wrap at a. Uh, boost, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say I ate a rat. No, no, like, yeah. oh, that's why you got sick. Yeah, well, yeah. I can see what happened there. Yeah, no, exactly. no, I bought. A I got typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I, I bought a wrap at uh, a booster juice at a SkyTrain station. Well, there you go. Yeah, which uh, it was. SkyTrain, are you sure it wasn't Jugo juice? No, no, no. This was uh, the commercial drive oh, SkyTrain okay, station. Yeah. I'm familiar with yeah, that booster juice. The booster I sold juice my there. Women's World Cup final ticket there for yeah. $350. There you go. Uh, but anyway, I was deathly ill for like a week. It wasn't food poisoning. It was something else. But yeah, I got know. Norwalk, but I got it from Tim Hortons. So in a sense, it was food poisoning, but yeah, it was Norwalk. But yeah, when I had it, I was in the hospital. The blissful part about Norwalk is it's brutal, but it's only about six hours long. Yeah. So that's the nice part about it. Yeah, it was just the absolute worst day, though. Like, I would rather not talk about this. No, I don't Good want to. Good for you. Just violently retching into a toilet for several hours on end. Congratulations. You also just described our podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we do end the podcast by flushing the toilet, yeah. so at least we're very uh, kind true. about that. We're keeping it on brand. I, um, yeah. I think we've spent enough time, though. I'm just worried I'm going to get sick now. Like, you could have said, hey, guys, I've been sick. Uh, but I'm not my sick house. anymore. Yeah, we're at Justin's place right yeah. now. That was a so. few days ago. Okay, but how well did you clean your place? Thoroughly. Okay, well, fine then. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. Here <laughs> we fucking go. I am not going into that washroom. You already pissed in there. You're ill. You're, you might as well just book it up. Well, you don't work, but you just might as well tell... Irene, that she can't see you for the next. Take some days, days off Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what you that need to do. Yeah, is that poop stand tweet is your most recent. Well, it's actually going to end while. up being pretty ironic. Yeah. Well, it'd be diarrhea, I think. Well, be. exactly. That'd be more of yeah. like the yeah. It's not like a poop, like just a yeah. not a solid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> liquid. This is a hot take coming out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, it's a real hot take because like it's usually hot. This is the good content that folks tune in here. We've talked about sports so much No content, just our tease. Yeah, well, uh, I think we've congratulated ourselves quite enough already, and it's now time to thank our donors, because there are a few ways. Oh, wow, this is a perfect way to segue into thanking our donors. (laughs) (laughs) People can support the show. Other than just enduring it. We're going to post uh, Justin's medical bill on Twitter. If you'd like to donate to his medical bill, please visit patreon.com slash realgoodshow. Head on over to our Patreon, as John just said, patreon.com slash realgoodshow. Kick us a few bucks if you enjoy the program. It certainly helps us keep the lights on and pay our costs and all that good stuff. We do want to thank a few people for doing that this week. Zach Goodman. Hey-o. Friend of the show, now a donor to the show also. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for doing that. Here's the thing I'll tell you I like about Zach Goodman. Because a lot of people will say, oh, is it Zach with an H or Zach with a K? And in our case, Zach, our friend Zach Goodman, can be like, fuck you. Because he has no H or K. Oh, it's just Z-A-C. Zach with a C. Yeah. Yeah, which is legit. Brief so to I, the re- point. I respect that. Yeah, very we, much unlike this podcast. The H and the J, the H and the K are very superfluous. And then you might yeah. say to me, "Now, John, you have an H in your name, and that seems to be superfluous because a lot of people spell John J O N. However, the H is very important because it delineates me from the assholes. Because, <laughs> like, have you ever met a good person named J O N? John Hendren might be the first one, but he is kind of an asshole, though. No, he's good. Okay, you're he's right. He's kind yeah. enough to come on this program. He's, the, he might cool, be, he's the cool guy. Yeah, he might be the only John with no H that I've ever enjoyed. Every other life. J-O-N is the crying man. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Um, my older brother is a J-O-N. Oh. And he's kind of a cool guy, crying man hybrid, though. He's, he can be both at times. He's a cruel man? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Uh, not just Zach Goodman, though. Don't Is his full name week. Jonathan? Yes. Oh, okay, well, yeah. that's different. So yeah. it's in brief. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Zach Goodman, nice. We're going to start calling you Jess. <laughs> Zach Goodman donated to the show this week, and so did Yerky21. About time. 
Yeah. That he made a... We least, answer all his questions on the show every well, week. technically, he answers his own questions That's true. Yeah, you're right. You know what? He didn't really have to donate to us because he does all that work, you know? <laughs> all yeah. the theme songs. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, does he do the theme thank songs? You, yeah. Oh, the shit. Tracker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So... Thank you for making a valuable contribution to the show. This Actually, week. I really do have to thank Yerky Twenty One because I didn't get quite a chance last week because we rushed through Stefan's pool party. Uh, but he basically changed the theme at my request because I was starting to lose ribs because I was getting so heebie-jeebed that I was the, my ribs were actually falling out, which was kind of a plus because then I could suck my own dick, a la <laughs> Marilyn Manson. But um, J.K. Um, but. Well, that's why uh, Adam and Eve, that's why Adam had his rib removed. Exactly. Makes perfect sense, right? So he could right? suck his own dick. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, Eve clearly wasn't doing it for him. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't exist at that point. We are really going hard on Christianity this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. This is a sports podcast, isn't oh, it? I don't know. It is, yeah. But there are more than one ways. There's more than one way. There are more than one ways to skins a cat. There are. Is more than one way to help the show. You can not just donate to our Patreon campaign. You can also head on over to the iTunes store, rate and review the program. It helps with the algorithms, all that good stuff, in a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. Is it pointed? This is awesome. Worst episode ever. Okay, I have to ask a question. Has Graham gotten sick also? He was sick a week earlier. Fuck me. We're, and he we're said done. it was food poisoning. Oh, I was my like, God. yeah, right, buddy. Oh. I believed it until I got it, yeah, too. Yeah, we're sick for sure. Oh, my God. Why did we... We could have done it outside. <laughs> it's not that cold. Oh, man. Just in the car. Uh. <laughs> Our review this week comes to us from... Kelvin underscore VW, whose review is titled, I Figured It Out. And oh, it reads... Can't wait to hear what this is. Mike Ditka is definitely the one who farted on Bob Costas' pillow. 10 out of 10, best podcast about bar rescue. Five stars. There you go. Well, he says five stars and 10 out of 10. It's both. Okay. 100%. So it's 15 baby. out of 15. Got a strong batting average there. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It's 27 Arvidsons out of 27 Mimesos. <laughs> I do like his theory, though. I like that connection. We No one has ever made that connection before. Yeah. Because remember when what? Bob Costas got pink Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, then, yeah, and Mike right. Dick got farted on live TV. That's right. So... And we talked about both of those on the show. Yeah. yeah. This guy is smart. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Kelvin VW. Yeah, I think it's Kelvin Oh, I was going to say he just drives a Volkswagen, yeah. drives like a Tiguan. He, I think he contributed to the mailbag this evening, but we'll find out if Good we ever you, talk about sports. Ah, Should we talk about sports? I, I mean, I'll, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm feeling like I'm getting tired here. Like, it, this is, it's now past midnight. Um, I did a show tonight. I watched I worked it. today. You watched it. Like, it's... This is going off the rails. I'm, I can already see it. But yeah, let's. I mean, it was a busy week, I guess, in sports. I'm just going to be worried that I'm getting sick. That's this exactly time how too. I'm feeling. The placebo effect is already taking yeah. effect. It didn't help that we just ate McDonald's, also. Yeah, that's what's but, really going to make you sick. But no Big Mac. True. We should. Uh, I don't want we'll that. We'll touch yeah. more on that in the mailbag coming up. But right now, I think we should talk about sports. 
So if we are going to talk about sports this week, which uh, a listener did request that we did, I think the best place to start might be uh, with the NHL All-Star game, because the All-Star captains were announced uh, last week, I think, and then uh, the full rosters were earlier this week. Uh, The gentleman who actually called, uh, or rather tweeted into the show to say that we should talk about sports today, is also on the line because he's an expert on one of the men who was named captain of the Pacific Division team, I believe, That's yep. right. Yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. It is Mike Fail who joins us from Edmonton to talk about one John Scott. Mike, welcome to the show. It me, it me. Thank you for bringing me on finally, and I can share my knowledge. I think we're setting a dangerous precedent here because you are a donor to the show also. So I don't want anyone out there to think that if they donate to the show that you will automatically be a future (laughs) guest. But it couldn't hurt your chances. So if you'd like to donate to the show, please visit (laughs) patreon.com slash realgoodshow. The more the better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I can't guarantee you'll be on the show if you donate $50 a month, but I can't not guarantee that Well, Mike donates like $6,000 a month. (laughs) Yeah, that's really great. Very generous. Mike bought this watch for me. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate that. I have no money. I donate all my paychecks to Real Good Show. And Absolutely. I think that's the right move. I yeah, you, you're on the show now, so clearly it's all paid off. Yeah, you're on the show to talk about the worst player in the NHL. Well, no, he's an all-star. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I like that that was our thing. We're like, oh, we should start talking about sports now. Should we talk about all the dope shit that happened this week? Nope, let's just skip straight to the game that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> but I'm sure Mike cares quite a bit about that, don't you? I care probably slightly less than John about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's a low number. I'll yeah. tell you that right now, folks. <laughs> let's be honest here. Like this game is like the biggest waste of time in our lives and the NHL's lives. But you have players that want to go on vacation, and now they have the second worst NHL player going to the All Star game as a captain to uh, lead the Pacific Division that is like utter trash to victory. I mean, you can't write a better storyline than this. Pretty much, so. yeah. I'm, uh, it's being, you know, boosted even further by the fact that so many, uh, you know, talking heads seem to uh, just be absolutely apoplectic over his selection. Also, yeah. It's if I if I may call back to one of your greatest segments here on the show. There's a bunch of crying men, and then there's John Scott, who is the cool man <laughs> who has all the sex. <laughs> So you got like Kelly Rudy, who's on TV all the time with a full diaper going on and on about the integrity of the game and how John Scott should be classy and turn this down. And in reality, John Scott's just like, I'm the cool sex man. I'm going to Nashville. Like, you can't stop. Yeah, Kelly Rudy is is in the bed crying into his bandana. (laughs) And John Scott is on the corner of the bed having just loved kelly rudy yeah Yeah. plowing kelly rudy's wife having just plowed her she's in the shower recovering (laughs) kelly rudy is married to the all-star game we should make that yes and john scott is pummeling the all-star when john scott finishes having his way he takes like the headband that kelly rudy wore and just wipes himself down with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and while wearing a pacific division all-star jersey 
Um, we got a lot of tweets when the selections were announced, or at least the captains were announced anyways, uh, from fans who are perhaps uh, fans of our show but not fans of hockey, uh, which is strange to me that those people exist, but apparently they do. Uh, and, and we're curious as to how this could have come about. Uh, Mike, as a fan of John Scott, like you are, uh, what was like the, the genesis of this campaign? How did it come about? It was a little bit different than Vote for Rory. Oh, yeah, there's, so there's like two two perspectives on this. The first one is the like the Merrick versus Wyshynski drive that they had announced, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, and I think like myself, um, some of the Battle of California people, if you guys are familiar with them, like uh, Ryan Dunn and Stace, uh, there had been jokes before in the past about you know getting John Scott to the All Star game, and then as soon as the opportunity permitted me being John Scott superfan number one with uh, my vast array of merchandise signed by the, the legend himself. I, I just felt like his spirit come through me and say, Mike, you got to do this for me. And Is he dead? No, I just did it. Just did it. And uh, now we're here. We're talking about John Scott, captain has of an he, all-star team. Has he reached out to thank you personally for this? No, I'm going to try and get at him on Instagram. He likes to hang out. And I'll see if he uh, he'll respond to like one of my photos or like like it, because uh, I would really like to go to the All Star game as well. I'm really poor, I have no money because of the show. So John Scott, if you're listening, it's your boy Mike Fail, aka your best friend. Send me to Nashville with you. Now, it's not all just donations to our show that have bled your bank account dry, because, like, you don't need to establish your credentials to me. I know that you're John Scott superfan number one, but for the folks listening at home, uh, can you just describe the shrine that you have built in your home dedicated to uh, the NHL's perhaps worst player? Well, my roommate doesn't live here anymore, so I took over the entire top floor of the house at this point. So the, the shrine you've seen was just a section of my room, but now it's an entire bedroom upstairs. So I've got two autographed photos, one of him about to slap uh, Phil Kessel. So uh, I know John's probably hurting over there about that one. Uh, I don't I've got like two it, rookie I'll tell cards. you that right now. I got an autographed puck from the stadium series, and uh, it's pretty great. I, I bring offerings to it. It's beautiful. That's great. What does an offering to John Scott look like? It's a uh, it's a carton of smokes and a six pack. Okay, nice. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> about right, that sounds yeah. about right. Do they go missing? Like <laughs> when you bring one, is it gone when you have to bring the next one? Uh, it's, I've got two cats in my house, so uh, it might be them drinking and smoking. But I have a feeling like the Holy Spirit of John Scott is up there, just drinking and smoking. Now, how did you procure? The, did you purchase these items off of eBay, or how do you how did you come to be? in contact with these items and also what made you decide to become a John Scott super fan? Because I feel like there had to have been some kind of, I don't know, say crying man situation that may led you, that may have led you to this fandom. It was the, uh, it was that legendary goal he scored last season against uh, the Capitals that opened my eyes to uh, the holy man himself and the spirit and uh, the joy he brings to people. And uh, I went to uh, a Flames game down in Calgary, and my friend had gifted me like the very first John Scott rookie card that we could find uh, that was signed. And it's actually him in like an Iowa Wild jersey, but with like a Blackhawks logo associated with it, and him as a defenseman, because he was drafted as like, a forward defenseman and then traded as a rookie. And then uh, along the way, just, you know, eBay, buying stuff up from all those collectors trying to purge their collection. 
<laughs> I can expand. It's a lot like Pokemon. You just gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I was kind of wondering myself uh, on Twitter earlier in the week if there was uh, perhaps some sort of message behind this. Like, uh, if you look at the vote for Rory campaign, which we've talked about on the show before, uh, Rory Fitzpatrick was, you know, received all these votes to go to the 2007 All-Star Game, and it was fans kind of rallying behind a, uh, you know, a journeyman. Uh, depth player to send a guy like that who doesn't get the opportunity to go to the game. Is it sort of that situation, or is it uh, fans who are, you know, just saying that uh, we're sick of these, you know, we're going to make an example of goons. Like, fighting is such a dumb thing that we're going to send it to the All-Star game, and if if you don't like that NHL, then perhaps maybe don't like fighting at all. Or is it just there's no message, it's just just for the lulls, as it were. Well, as a staunch nihilist who has no will to live and uh, questions his existence every day, I think that this is the only thing that gives me direction in the sense of, like, we know the All-Star Game's a joke, right? There's no doubt about it. Players, countless times you can, like, creep on Instagram or, like, hear murmurs about players wanting to go on vacation. So, like, this is a message saying the game's a joke. We can do whatever we want as fans if they give us the option to vote. The second thing is, why not? The guy's got a great personality. Um, every time there is like a quote from him about this thing or just something from his life, be it on Instagram or, you know, media, he seems to be having a good time about where, you know, where his role is in the game currently and, you know, what he provides. And the other thing is like, who the fuck cares really? (laughs) Let's just go do something that pisses off the media even further. Like they're going to complain about analytics or whatever, you know, we can't stop them about that. But this is like a dagger in the side of like every narrative and, all of the things that the media presents are like, oh, you know, character and integrity. And then they immediately pull, you know, a fast one and like, there's no integrity anymore. So I the, like as much as it's been enjoyable watching John Scott, you know, do his media tour and get a lot of hype. Nothing has been more satisfying to me as somebody who hates the media as like Kelly Rudy and John Shannon and all those guys losing their minds daily about it. I do love the narrative also about how it's, like, cruel to him. It's, like, insulting to his feelings when clearly the guy is, like, having an absolute blast with every part of this. I would be lying if there wasn't an element to that, but there was never, like, an element for me personally. Like, in a serious way, like, I would never do that. And I wouldn't have jumped behind it if there was anything like that. But, you know, he's God. Uh, he's the savior of the NHL. He scored three goals last year. He's, he might score another one soon. And uh, he might score a hat trick at the All Star game, or like six goals and nine assists. Well, he It'll might be, be playing with Goudreau, right? Three. It, yeah, three. it was announced tonight uh, at the Flames broadcast that uh, apparently he's going to play out on a line with uh, Johnny Hockey. So there's going to be two Johnny Hockeys, not one, <laughs> two Johnny Hockeys, <laughs> and some scrub on the defense. Like nobody cares about that person. Right? You just want to see John Scott pick up Johnny Goudreau with the puck and throw him at the net, <laughs> <laughs> like. Launch him like a missile. Like the uh, the fastball special from X-Men. Goddamn right. It's or be, much it's like a Fulton Reed slap shot, just putting the goalie into the net with the puck. I don't know. Maybe put him on his shoulders and like go around like a, like a Mad Max kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of thing at a Lord of the Rings. It's going to be beautiful. It absolutely will be, and uh, we are happy to have you on here breaking it down for us. Mike Fail. Uh, Mike, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Mike Fail. Uh, I write for Flames Nation. I'm also their social media community manager now. So if you see really shitty tweets coming out on the Flames Nation account, that's me. <laughs> uh, and you can see me just dwelling around the internet doing uh, 
doing cool stuff. Well, thanks for breaking down the big John Scott news. We appreciate it, Mike, and I'm sure our listeners do too. I love all of you guys so much. I hope you enjoy all my money. <laughs> we do. Yes, we absolutely do. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. The poop tweet. Uh, oh, first of all, that was a great interview with Mike. Yeah, yeah really it good. It just happened. <laughs> oh, are we back yet? I think so. Yeah, I want to I update no, the poop No, we're back now, yeah, because yeah, we're, we're updating the poop tweet. Yeah. <laughs> so the poop tweet. Because obviously it's been like 15 minutes because we just interviewed Mike. Yeah. The poop tweet uh, has surpassed my heartfelt Real Good Show tweet. Uh, it's at 26 impressions right now. Amazing. Yeah. See, that makes me feel bad about myself. You know what I mean? Well, like, actually, technically, impressions-wise, you can click the uh, engagements or whatever, the tweet activity. Right. Uh, 3,210 people have seen this tweet on Twitter. Okay. So I, that's 3,210 people whose lives I have changed. True. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, uh, it, you know, it's late night, obviously. Like I said, if I'd done this yeah. during prime time, we'd be, we'd be doing a lot better. But I think five retweets, 21 likes on, on the word poop at midnight on a Thursday. You know, we'll, can't be too unhappy with that. We'll, ch- we'll, check, on, we'll check in on it, we'll rather. We'll check in on it. This should be this is a recurring like a segment. Zealander. We'll check in on it. Check in on it a bit later there, mate. I think we should do a recurring segment. That's a good accent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, we should do a recurring segment where I have to tweet like one word. During and then also, the show. yeah, during the show, and we see just see how, how many it can get. But that's going to be really uh, affected by the time we record also. That is true. Well, but speaking of, of stats that we can check on Twitter, though, uh, we did have some things from last week's program because uh, we, we talked about the Great Vancouver Earthquake of 2015. Yes, mm. yes, we did. And, uh, of course, here we are in 2016 now with some great stats about how people felt about the earthquake, but specifically Stefan in the earthquake. Because last oh, week, yeah, that's oh, right. That's right. we talked said about your survival. We yeah. said that we were happy that you were still alive and you were like uh, i don't know are we happy and uh i took to twitter to find out very scientific poll. yes yeah i voted in it twice by the way the first question went up and that was are you happy that stefan survived the earthquake we got 952 votes on that one and the final result is 38 percent yes 62 percent no but I thought, Stefan, that that couldn't be that bad for you because it's possible that, you know, voting no just means, you know, not being happy doesn't mean that you're sad, right? Yeah. It could just be apathy. Yeah. So they're, they're ambivalent. Yeah. So with that in mind, I posted a second poll that says not being happy could mean indifference. So just to clarify, are you sad Stefan survived the earthquake? 907 votes. 59% yes. 41% no. So 3% are ambivalent. <laughs> I like those numbers. I like that. I don't know. Where did 907 people find that? Poll? Oh, because I think I retweeted on my main oh, account. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Your dad also said, where's the pie option? And I asked him to please confirm that he voted yes, he was sad. He did not confirm. So could you please confirm that with him for me? Well, no, I actually asked him about that. Uh, and he says the pie option, I guess it's kind of like an inside joke because he posts on like a car forum. Okay. And uh, there's always like votes and or whatever polls, and there's always a joke option, which is like pie, like just the. Oh. Like the well, so that's always good when so you yeah. take in inside jokes, jokes from car forums. Yeah, from other parts of your life and say them to people who don't know them. No, I but find I, that's the best I, I, way. I got of, it though. Thanks like, for checking it. In, right? Yeah. Well, you, now you've explained it, so I get it. Now it but, works. Like, before yeah. it didn't. Remember yeah. when we were talking about sports with Mike Fail there? Hold for a on a bit? second. 
Um, I also have a follow up. Uh, so we had posted that picture of Mika Kippersoff and Dion Phaneuf, and yes. we asked the question: mm-hmm. Did you think it was a dorm room or a strip club? The consensus seemed to be it was a strip club. Then someone posited that it might be Cowboys in Calgary, and I said, "My girlfriend worked there. Is it Cowboys?" She said that she doesn't recognize it as being a room at Cowboys. But it's possible because it's a huge bar and the sticker on the wall is definitely a Cowboys sticker. There you go. So it's still a bit of the mystery deepens. And the truth is out there. The truth is out there. We will Um, get to the bottom of this Mika Kippersoff, Dion Phaneuf era Calgary Flames mystery if it is the last thing we do. It might be. It might be the last thing we do. Yeah, Yeah. could very well be. (laughs) Um, Also, I would also, I would just like to uh, personally start a feud with one of our listeners, Hannah Conda, uh, (laughs) because she chose a mystery third option in the poll, which was, I am happy that Stefan and Justin survived the earthquake, but John, I could take or leave. (laughs) Great answer. And uh, here's the thing. She's probably a college student. Well, for sure she is, and so that's why she's not good at making choices. But um, (laughs) here's the thing. I don't really understand why you'd say, like, we're talking about me dying. No, we aren't. It was not a big earthquake. Yeah, okay, but you said it survived in the question. So, like, I could take or leave John basically means I do not care if John lives or dies. And to you, Hannah, I say... That's very rude. Well, that is very but rude. she said she could take you. Yeah. You don't know me. She wanted Stefan and I to survive, which already means that she wanted to help more people than the Rocks character in the film San Andreas, where he plays a... That reference is completely lost. He's a that. helicopter pilot who's supposed to like rescue people in emergencies, and he rescues zero people in the entire film. Oh, well, good for him. I mean, In fact, I'm pretty sure he leaves many of them to die. But so. how many times does he do the people's eyebrow? Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh. I've just you're read just, about oh, okay, it. It's not like just you read like about his expert. job performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Hannah, I would just like to say, I don't know what I did to you personally. I have nothing against you. and uh, But I just I found your answer to be rude. And also, it, it deeply hurt me. I have to be Are honest. Are you going to nominate her for the 2016 enemies list? She very well might be on the enemies yeah. list, but I would say there's a much greater chance that I forget about it in 355 days. Or, also, it's or a tomorrow. Year. Or tomorrow, yeah. yeah. There's not day. a very good chance, however, that we forget about this next item, which is our clip of the week. Nice. And we in go. week one could very well be our clip of of the oh year. This is fantastic. I'm so excited for this because I just think I, I said this to you guys in the Facebook message that we have. I really think this is something that we could just play a bunch of times because yeah. it really has meaning for so many things you could use it for. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to get back into the hockey talk here and, and talk a little bit about the World Junior Tournament, of course, which uh, didn't go so well for Team Canada, but didn't go so well for Team USA either. Perhaps in part because Team USA coach Ron Wilson does not believe in scouting his opponents. Yeah, I couldn't tell you any players on the Russian team. That's probably a good thing that I don't know any of their players. Why, why is it a good thing? Because I don't know them. I, I don't. Do you know any of the Russian players? Do you? No. And I'm the same. I'm in the same boat. I've never seen them play before. Are you gonna do some research, or do you? No, just, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm, we're gonna. We're, we play with our team, and that's what I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust our team to get the job done. Did they get the job done, fellas? 
No, no not no, really. They did no. not. Not against Russia. He sounds no. drunk there. <laughs> he sounds like he doesn't give a fuck yeah. about the World Juniors, which yeah. is fine. I mean, here, we're not talking about... Most Americans don't. Well, true. Yeah. And, I mean, this is the thing. We often say on this show, like, after we hear clips or whatever, like Bob Costas's, we would sarcastically say, like, oh, well, that clearly must be after a playoff game with huge implications and then you're like oh no and it's kind of like this cool <laughs> bit we do sorry justin i know i'm stepping it's on okay. your bit of explaining the bit being the joke explainer. um That's but okay. uh i take a break from being that guy yeah, exactly yeah. right this one is so great because he it's again you'd be like oh so he's obviously like not really a good coach then and he's never really had any success as a coach and also this couldn't be this must he must be talking about the all-star game or something equally meaningless <laughs> and yet this is a coach with uh, over a thousand games of nhl experience and at the uh biggest international tournament in the world next to the Olympics, basically, and I guess the world championship. Yeah. I mean, we don't really care about that, but Europeans, I guess. And it was the semifinals to get to the well, yeah, it was gold medal game. Yeah, semifinal, gold medal yeah. game. And they lost, was it 2-1? 2-1, yeah. Yeah. And no scouting whatsoever. Yeah. And he, I like how he presented it as though, like, I'm not being a bad coach. I'm being a good person. I'm very relatable. I'm just like you. Yeah. Do you know the Russian players? No? Great. I really wish the reporter had been like, yeah, of course. I've seen several games already. I've been covering this whole tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my job is to watch the games. That's sort of what I get paid to do. So, yeah. I mean, that would have been great. I, w- I will say I was very impressed. The reporter was immediately like, wow, well, why isn't that a, g- a good thing? Like, he didn't take a second to think. He was just like, well, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, I don't... And, uh, yeah, it was pretty great. And I, I like that he just kept doubling down on it. Yeah. Well, are, are you going to do some research? Like, right there, he could have just said, well, yeah, of course. I've got some time like, later yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, yeah like, the game wasn't until the following day. Like, it wasn't like this was a pregame interview where he had no option. He could have just been like, well, yeah, of course. Like, we got a video session tonight. We just came off a really uh, big quarterfinal win against the Czech Republic, and we haven't really had time to scout the Russian players. But instead, he's just like, no, no, I'm absolutely not going to do that. I'm in Finland. Have you seen the saunas here? I am for sure getting naked and going in a sauna. Like literally within minutes of this interview ending. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, pretty outstanding. Yeah. And uh, Potential clip of the year. Yeah, well, we'll I'm sure we'll hear it again. Yeah. Early candidate. It's, it's, I'm calling it an early lock, if anything. <laughs> wow. It, it'll take a lot to to defeat that i am pretty sure i agree it well bob costas hasn't made fun of anyone's dead relatives yet it's so. true it We're didn't take a lot though to defeat team canada in the world juniors not very no. good this year no nope. not very much at all nope. led by noted finn turncoat jake Verton. <laughs> yes and that uh, was a spot of some controversy here in the city i feel like we could talk about it but it's also it, it wasn't even a week ago but i feel like it's in- so played out yeah, yeah it, it was it was like touched upon by everyone yeah. basically i do want to say that usually uh, obviously you're all aware of the real good show bump yes um i guess uh it was canceled out with team canada and team usa because we talked about them a lot and they both kind of stunk it up this tournament but i think it was canceled out because ryan ryan lambert also yeah. said both teams would be bad didn't he Oh, he might have. He, he said that Canada well, would have trouble. Well, he obviously trouble. said Canada was going to yeah, be bad. He said that Canada would have trouble getting past the Swiss, yeah. which they did. Yeah. And then he said that Team USA picked the wrong team and won't medal. And they did medal. They did. They medal. did beat Sweden uh, so eight to three true. in the bronze. So he, he, 
Well, okay, so his presence canceled out the bump, I yeah. think. But there was a real good show bump uh, example, and that was friend of the show. Thomas and, Trance. And one-time guest, uh, Thomas Trance. And yeah. hopefully Our only guest. guest at some point. Our yeah. only guest, really. Live in person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Though we had a guest host in Grania. That's true. That's true. As but sitting at this very Stephanie. table. Yeah. I wonder if she vomited after sitting at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Grania, if you're listening, please weigh in. Let us know at Real Good Show on Twitter. Tell us if you vomited after visiting my home. And if you don't have Twitter, please email us realgoodpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Conversely, uh, you can call Justin at 604. Are we going to dock someone again? Yeah, Justin. That was such a huge hit last year. Or la- yeah, I guess it was last year. Ah, yeah. ah hey, you inadvertently year. did the worst joke in the world. Uh, I thought I said the wrong thing. No, it's fine when you do it, it inadvertently. Yeah, right like it accident. worked out fine. Yeah. Then. It's just not like that dad joke. Really. Unless it was like a, a, a stealthy dad joke. And no. you were like, oh, that was an accident. Maybe I do make accidental dad jokes, though. It's entirely mm-hmm. possible. But regardless, real good show bump, and apparently the Ryan Lambert slump is a part of that yeah, too, yeah. Uh, which I'm sure he's very happy about. Oh yeah, I, don't think, I heard I don't a think great he dad it. joke today, guys. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy who uh, was afraid of elevators? He took steps to avoid them. Okay, I think that's wow. How good is that, though? That's I mean, what a good. great joke. But yeah, congratulations to Tom for making <laughs> yeah, his good for sports you. Yeah. debut good on Stafford. Good for you. And talking about how uh, Jake, Jake Furtanen is actually you know, doing better at the NHL level than people suspect. Because I think the consensus was that he should probably go back to junior after this tournament, no matter how the tournament went. Yeah. And the fact that it went poorly for him probably indicated even further that he should definitely go back to junior. And the Canucks immediately were like, mm, nope. Well, I have been very vocal in my support of Jake Vertanen not being in the NHL. And um, he, I've said from the beginning, he is a very bad player. And um, I, it was nice to, honestly, it was nice to see my theories play out at the World Juniors. And I'm sure I will continue to see them play out at the NHL level for years to come while William Nylander is skating over Jake Vertigo Tannen's grave. But he is pushing the needle in terms of Corsi, according to one Tom Well, Strance. 51.6 Corsi is really only so one f- point. I thought it was 54. No, I think it was 51. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless. It's a great segment. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. talk about, let's correct each other on numbers. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, you can call Justin at 604. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Uh, Your phone number might even be seven seven eight. I have no idea. We could talk about the Winter Classic. Also, did you fellows watch that? I did not. No. Oh, actually, I was at a restaurant for lunch, and they had it on at the bar, and I caught a glimpse of it as I walked in. Habs absolutely thumped the Bruins. Uh, Brendan Gallagher, potential official NHL player of Real Good Show, came back to the Habs and uh, led them to a triumphant victory. And Brad Marchand was suspended. Brad Marchand was missing, which is awesome. And uh, the Bruins just absolutely collapsed. So either Brendan Gallagher is a huge impact, like the the MVP of the Habs in the absence of Carey Price, or uh, is Brendan Gallagher that good, or is Brad Marchand that good, and the Bruins are just terrible without him? Neither. Of yeah, those. I can't really take much stock out of like any outdoor game. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Gallagher is good. Seemed like the ice was really good in that yeah, game. Yeah, th- this was yeah. the first year I think where it was actually really good. Yeah, and they were saying like a lot of people were saying the day before how bad it was. Yeah, but then they got good weather and then it really improved it. But um, I didn't watch the game because I hate both of the teams involved. I don't. If the game is outside or on the moon, <laughs> if it involves Montreal, Ottawa, Boston, Vancouver, Calgary. 
uh, the Rangers, any combination of those teams, I'm not going to watch it. Fair. Yeah. So. Well, the, we should. The big difference, I think, and this is just my take, is that uh, they played it outside and not inside. Yes, I think that did have an effect on. Yeah, the, on I the think game that's a, yeah. yeah. You guys are looking at me like I'm wowed. I know. Well, I that's you know. the smartest take that I've heard so far. Yeah, I. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, I really I'm thought. Glad we're not giving any credit to Brad Marchand. No, that's I mean, probably I, the worst I do think take. he's a good player, but. Like you can't say he's a bad no, he's player. A good player. I know you guys hate him. Yeah, 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 of course. And I don't like but him. But we'd as like a man. him if he was our piece of shit. No, I wouldn't. Mm, I I he might be one of the players that like I don't even think he could play in the city. Like no. I don't even think like I don't think the fans would ever get behind him. No, there's no way. Well, it's like Alex Burrow's playing anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. They would put him on a rocket, fire him into the sun. <laughs> Cuz they'd be like, "Well, we can do this now. He's under contract." Do we want to talk about all the trades that went down too? Yeah, please. Because yeah. there are a million trades. Just tell me, tell me what to say. This is a, a hockey-centric episode. Uh, Vinny yeah. LeCavalier and fine. Luke Shen were traded from the Flyers to the LA Kings in a move that makes absolutely no sense. I think Dean Lombardi uh, had a little bit of Mike Richards' stash, <laughs> and then made he's like he was just high on Quaaludes. And was just like, oh, I'm going to... Do they even make those anymore? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny drug name. Quay that, that is the funniest. Yeah, it's it is, the best right? one. It's got like a million A's in a row. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Quaaludes. It's like vacuum, but with A's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, what time is it? It's like 1230. Yeah, that it's sounded like I was him. high yeah. when I was like, dude, Quaaludes <laughs> is like vacuum, but with A's. Now, Philly is retaining 50% of the salary in the deal. And LeCavalier immediately announced he was retiring after the season. The sign of a good trade. <laughs> yes. The guys you're trading for, you don't have to pay very much for them, and one of them is retiring and as got, soon as possible. He got an assist in his first game tonight, and people were like, oh, maybe he is good. I don't think one assist in one game should erase five years of horrible play. I don't know. One he, assist in one he's game. He's very motivated, Justin. But he had a huge impact in his first Philly game too, though, right? When he joined the Flyers, did he? Like that, um, guys do that all the time in their first game in a new city, especially right after a trade. Like fueled by adrenaline, they put up like a huge performance, and people are like, "Oh my God, we won the trade!" And then yeah. they never do that again. Well, yeah, that, that's probably what's gonna happen. Well, because I, I know I saw Luke Shen actually left the defensive zone tonight, so oh, wow. it was a big night for him <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Nashville Predators made a one-for-one superstar Remember that time we got Van Riemsdyk for Luke Shen straight up? (laughs) That was another one-for-one trade. Probably the last time we saw one like this. Yeah, that's probably why (laughs) no one did it after that. They're like, oh my god. This is a situation, though, where I don't think either of these teams can be classified as the loser of this deal. Not right now. You never know. I mean... Potentially, I just think both of these guys oh, right now, are pretty paper. close to become what they're supposed to be. Yeah, number one D and a number one center. And if you're the Nashville Predators, you already have Shea Weber and Roman Josie. You yeah. really don't need Seth Jones, though he's a great player. Obviously, well, everyone needs Seth Jones. And realistically, you're, you're, but your top line center was Mike Ribeiro before. True. Yeah. This yeah. Deal. Yeah. And if you want to be a contender in the Western Conference in the playoffs, you cannot have Mike Ribeiro as your top line C. You just can't. So Yeah, I think it was a good trade for both teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen to me here. <laughs> Talking sports. 
Should we, let's talk about di- diarrhea. Stefan's lock of the year. <laughs> Good trade for both teams. <laughs> Ship that in. Lock your, it in. Ship that in your gullet. Well, I think after my outdoor comment. Yeah. I mean, it's that was hard hitting analysis. Downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess the what we can talk about as Vancouver fans is the Tortorella impact. Uh, in Columbus, as he once again chases away a star player shortly after arriving in a new city. Well, I mean, he was kind of on the trade block before that, but I guess just it for kinda, like it, the holdout situation. Yeah, but it like sped it up, I guess. Yeah, um, and I do really my favorite thing about because uh, it was like there was two big trades on one day and a big signing as well. Mike Richards signed with Washington. Yeah, uh, probably because Dean Lombardi used his staff. Yeah, and yeah. needed to go make a and, little more money. And the day before that, uh, Jim Benning's on the radio being like, I've never seen the trade market this quiet. Like, I just don't know what's going on out there. And then the next day, there's like two blockbuster trades. <laughs> it was later that it's afternoon, like, well, yeah. actually. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, way, to, way to go, day. Jim. Yeah, good work, Jim. <laughs> Good old Jim Benning. Uh, I my reaction when I saw it though was thinking about Tortorella being like, well, at least like the most notable player that he ran out of Vancouver was just Dale Weiss, and then I remembered, oh wait, he's why we don't have Luongo yeah. anymore either. Fuck. Yeah, and Florida's won twelve games in a row now. Luongo has a career high nine straight wins. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Florida looks good. Florida's doing really. I'm on the really Panthers well bandwagon. Right Me too. Absolutely, I'm on the Pandwagon. <laughs> I think it would work better if they were the pandas. Uh, uh, the panthwagon. Yeah, there you go. Let's just leave the world of the hockey right now. The Ario panthwagon. And talk about a story which I think will bring some life back to I'm this room. I'm on the panthera <laughs> we'll, we'll, wagon. We'll perk you guys right back up. <laughs> oh, my God. To, to talk about uh, the NFL for a moment. Oh, God. This, is, this could be our story of the yeah. year. I was saying we might have to end our podcast because we've had the clip of the year and now possibly the story of well, the year. Well, we need to find like photos of this or video. Yeah, the photo has to be seen. Somebody has to have it. I'm sure someone does. Because if somebody like, would have seen him, they would know. And what we're talking about, for those of you who haven't heard this story already, is uh, not the NFL playoff games that are coming up this weekend. We don't care about that. Well, I do, but... What we do care about is that uh, Johnny Manziel, who, uh, of course, or is Manziel? I don't know. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Manziel Washington? That's terrible. I'm editing that out. (laughs) It's very late. It's so late right now. Um, <laughs> Johnny Manziel is, you know, a notorious party boy. He is a future CFL player, more than likely. Uh, but uh, like Zach Cassian. God, that'd be dope. I would actually watch him in the CFL. I bet you it'll happen in the next two years. I hope he plays in Edmonton, and then Sean White could hook him up to be on the show. Yeah, there you go. Spectacular. But we'll like have a double dip. Like Sean Zell. Edmonton's Zach Cassian. Manziel is an admitted alcoholic. He has some problems. Yes, yes very much. He so. admitted it. Uh, I Did think he? so. Yeah, because he, he said he had to go to. Rehab. He checked into rehab, and obviously oh. that didn't take. And no, clearly he's got problems. Yeah, That's which sure. is why he's had some some controversies this season. Since post rehab, he's been spotted uh, getting getting crunked on uh, well, champagne and. You said getting crunked? I yeah, he did. He was partying with Lil John. You did. Also, um, you said for the lulls earlier too. I, I, let, I, let, I let that slide. Possibly your worst moment on this it's podcast. So late. <laughs> yeah, but it was earlier then. Like it was like thirty minutes earlier than now, or forty. I don't even know how long we've been Who doing knows? this. Let's shit. check in on the poop tweet. Yeah, that's a good idea. Here's the thing about Manzel. Uh, <laughs> guy flies to Vegas. If this is true, yes. Guy flies to Vegas from Cleveland the night before a game and then flies back presumably the morning of the game. What is how is that? 
well, exist. Well, my my favorite. Oh, so first of all, he's in Vegas, and he's where the reason he doesn't get spotted. Uh, obviously, he's in like the VIP section of of clubs and casinos, etc. Yeah, dark areas, no cameras allowed for the most part. You'd think he gets spotted at some point, though. But the reason I think he wasn't is because he's wearing like, a blonde wig. Was it a fake mustache too? Yes, yeah. he was wearing and a, sunglasses. A blonde wig, a fake mustache, sunglasses, and a hoodie. Which just when I hear that description, I think he was he went to the club in the cosplaying as the Zodiac killer, basically. Or the, yeah, it does uni- look the, uni- like the, the Unabomber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's more the uni- it's the police sketch of the Unabomber. Yeah, the Unabomber. Yeah, he's basically, he looks really cool. He's basically like, but apparently it was a blonde wig. So it was basically like the Unabomber if the Unabomber is played by Matthew McConaughey's character in Days and Confused. Yeah, there you go. Here's the thing. Uh, he also used a fake name. He yeah, said his and name his was fake Billy. name was Billy, which I was just going to talk about that, which is awesome. If your name is Johnny, <laughs> be sure to choose a name that's not at all the same. Not the best uh, NFL fake name of all time. Billy. Though. We all know what that is, obviously. OJ Simpson? No, Mike Vick. Do you know what his fake name was? Uh, he checked into a hotel with? Ron Mexico. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, nothing's topping Ron Mexico. That's <laughs> such a good porn star name. Billy Manzel, though, is pretty good. That is pretty Billy's good. Billy's great. Like, I just love that they're like, how about, what do you think, like Parker or like, you know, something that doesn't Craig. sound like that? Yeah, Craig. <laughs> no, Billy's good. Yeah. Billy's about the same. I doubt he came up with a fake last name. To you. No, yeah, it's though. definitely Billy, Billy Man. Bill, Bill, it was, but he got halfway through and realized he should stop. So it's just Billy Man. <laughs> it's like, ah, my name is Billy. What, what's your last name? Man. Man? Yeah, Billy Man. Yeah. That's my name, Billy Man. Two N's. Well, he also uh, took a picture on Instagram of, of him with his like puppy. Right. And uh, geotagged it as, as Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Uh, but apparently you can just do that no matter where you, you are. You can, yes. And also uh, Katie Nolan of Fox Sports uh, said uh, she looked at the picture of the puppy and then looked at like a, a more recent picture or from like two weeks ago, a picture of the dog. And it's like substantially older in the picture from two weeks ago. Uh, so she thinks it was just an old picture. She, he, he just used an old photo, photo. That he had yeah. on his phone. So she doxed his dog. Yeah, basically doxened. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, we, we kind of talked back. about that last yeah. week. Yeah, that like great that. joke yeah. comes from. It was a great back. joke. A fan favorite. Nothing wrong yeah. with that at all. Oh, I've only used it once every year. <laughs> Fantastic joke. He actually. was at the club in Vegas until 3 a.m. Doxened. He had a concussion <laughs> protocol test the next morning in Cleveland too. <laughs> It's perfect. That's the I don't know if the thing. concussion protocol covers hangovers. Well, he didn't make the test. Oh, so. that's right. Uh, the story says, when it came time to pay the bill, he asked to have it comped because he didn't bring cash and also didn't want to put it on his card. However, sources tell us he did end up paying with his card and signing the check. I really want to see a photo of that check just to see it's if Billy Man. Billy yeah. Man. Yeah, guaranteed. I put that I put that in there. Well, right I'd say now. Johnny Manziel or Billy Mann is the official soon to be CFL player of the show. Well, can he really top a guy who's come on the show? Well, I said soon to be CFL because he's got to come week. on the show. Yeah. 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 But he's you know, he's the official soon to be CFL he's player. He's the official CFL player in waiting. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. PIW yeah. Pew. <laughs> he's the official CFL Pew. PIW would be uh Pew? Pew? Piwa, because Pew is P E U. Yeah, but but you would also pronounce it that way. Like I W is frequently pronounced as U as well. I guess that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, good we talked about sports for this a little while hot, there. Yeah. Hot topic. Should we talk about Taffer? I'm proud of us for making it that far. Talk about Taffer. And yeah, this is another big news segment. I feel like the show is peaking right now with the first show of the year. Here's a great 2016 thing. 2016 can only go downhill from here, and we're so lively and energetic today. Oh, yeah. I thought of a name for this segment, Taffer in the News. <laughs> and you know why I like that name? Because if you abbreviate it, it's Titten. It's like twelve forty-five now. Yeah, I know. Like, like you're yeah. just titting. Like, yeah. oh, what are you doing? Like, that's titten. a good yeah. name for like grabbing a boob. You know what I mean? Titten. I'm just titting. <laughs> you know what it is? Yeah, I'm just titting because grabbing a boob sounds really like <laughs> lascivious. Like lascivious. It sounds really gross. We're using a lot of big words for how tired we are. But it sounds really like you know really gross. Instead, you could just be like, oh, I'm just titting. You know, it's just casual. Uh, let's take a peek at the Taffer Tracker. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend I'm sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. He's a I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Stefan, what's Taffer been up to this week? Well, there's two things. Uh, the first one is he sort of, kind of endorsed Donald Trump on uh, Fox Business Channel. Uh, said that he was the best man to fix the economy. We have a clip of that. Do we? Yeah, we can well, hear I think that right now. To, yeah, yeah. to me, there's four aspects of business. Investment, development, operating, and exit. Trump knows the tax and regulatory consequences of all four. He knows what inhibits investment. He knows what holds back development. He knows what has a negative impact on operations, and he understands how exit is impacted by regulations and tax. He lives it. And his overall tax plan about eliminating the death tax, keeping corporate or business taxes at a cap of 15%, these are significant moves, and we have to analyze the overall impact of them. But I'll tell you this, he goes to sleep and wakes up every day feeling the consequence of regulation and taxation in the four critical areas of business. And to me, that makes him the strongest. He is the strongest presidential candidate according to Taffer, who I believe is sitting in front of a green screen. Yeah. Because the so. background that they've put behind him looks so completely unbelievable. Like, it looks like he's at Jurassic World, basically. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> I mean, he See, could do it. I can't argue with him there because I didn't understand a word of what he was talking about. Absolutely. So he said that he wakes up every morning and he feels taxation and regulation. Now, is that the name of his new Ukrainian wife? <laughs> No mention of uh, his deep knowledge of bankruptcy either. No. Well, I like, and I don't know how true it is because I literally know nothing about money um, because I'm a substitute teacher and comedian and I'm on this podcast that makes like $200 a month. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, here's the thing. And I don't know why I say here's the thing all the time, but I'm tired. That's your thing. It is the thing. Yeah. And exactly. You're right. Fuck, I forgot what I was saying now. Because I was talking about how little money... You're like made. actually falling asleep right Oh, now. yeah. There's like that article going around where like Trump had so much money from his dad that even if he put it in like safe investments, he would have $8.2 billion. And instead, he only has like four. What a fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Like he lost half the money that he should have. 
This is uh, it's insightful. It's the politics. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know if that's right. Like, it's just a, like a. You know a, what? I believe it. Can you guys yeah. just look at this background right now? Like it does. It does actually look like Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's in Hawaii. That, that might actually like it looks like Kauai because yeah. like when you go to Kauai, you're like, oh, I'm just in Jurassic Park right yeah. now. Okay. Uh, the other announcement uh, about Taffer is that uh, TafferMedia.com or whatever the fuck it is, uh, he's starting his own virtual like business school That's online. Right. Uh, VBS. I, I've signed up uh, for like an email notification for when it goes live, so I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, but I think we're gonna use some of our uh, Patreon money. And uh, sign me up for Taffer Business School, and hopefully I'll know what the death tax is. <laughs> Since it's a tax you pay. I don't when think you it's die. good. Yeah. No, yeah. How much is the course? Uh, it's uh, seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> so, so get paying. Yeah, absolutely. So at our current rate of making uh, twenty-four hundred dollars a year in uh, thirty-seven years. Yeah we will be able to afford Taffer Business School and Taffer will be dead and the internet probably won't exist in its current Well, form. it'll be Cyber Taffer. We'll be teaching it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It'll probably be like a floating head like yeah. Futurama. Yeah. Well, at least he like actually endorsed Trump too instead of pulling the Tom Brady like, well, I know him, so... He's a friend. He's well, good. he endorsed him specifically just for the economy. He didn't say anything else because... True. True. Yeah. Here's the thing. Taffer's Taffy. <laughs> 2016 has got to be the year. The economy. It's got to be the year. How that, does this that Taffer's Taffy gets released? Yes. Yeah. He's got to get his shit together. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to start tweeting that at him because someone's got to know you. Know? <laughs> he'll, he'll block you. I wonder you. how long it will take for you to get blocked. He blocked me pretty quick. When well, I, yeah. Did he re block you again? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm still unblocked. I want to tweet him the, the theme song, though. So yeah, I think you he'll should. like that. I think he will. I don't I think, think he's going to really click like any it. links from me anytime soon. No, I don't think he's going to. Yeah. I would love. The show should send it. Yeah, I'm. Go- I the show is sentient and all knowing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to send that to him though, for sure. Taffer's gonna, Taffy. Taffer's Taffy. He's probably heard it before. Send it to him every day. Yeah, and I'm also saying that in the tweet, I will say that he will owe me a five percent cut if he does indeed go through. That's a pretty small cut. Yeah. What a I'll just take it. Taffer track. Listen, I'm not a. I'm not like a. I'm gone. Good night. Not a rich man. Five five percent of Taffer's Taffy is yeah, a lot of a, money. Yeah, that's a that's a billion dollar idea. So five percent of, of a billion is, is like whatever like that is. Five thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, so I think. Yeah. yeah, which I could use five grand right yeah. now. No question. Should we uh, should we take a, a very brief dive into the Twitter mailbag? Yeah, please. Yeah, sure. How long have we been recording for? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not something we need to know. But yeah, let's get into the bag. It's letter, letter time. time. Oh, it's letter, letter time. time. Wow, I actually nailed it without even trying. Letter time. It's 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 letter time. What am I reading? Letter time. You got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Stefan, anything good this week? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> yes. Uh, but no. I'm choosing to be optimistic. Oh, well, that's <laughs> optimistic of you. Foolish. <laughs> I got something here. Uh, occasional intern Aaron Mackay writes in, which sport would be best to be turned into the next Space Jam-esque movie? Curling. Oh, I was going to say curling, just to piss you off. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I would love a movie where... 
whoever it is, Marvin the Martian or fucking whatever dumbass character. <laughs> Voiced by Danny DeVito. Yes. I can't even remember what his name was. Steals uh, f- steals the souls of like Jennifer Jones and Mike McEwen. Brad Gushu. Brad Gushu, yeah. I wonder who plays the Michael Jordan role, though. Probably Brad Jacobs, I guess, because yeah. he's like muscly. Well, who's the, who's the bald guy? That's you're gonna need to be a the, lot more the chubby specific. old bald guy. Mm, Kevin more specific, yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin yeah. Martin. Yeah, yeah, he's retired now. Aaron he's also wanted to know. Well, the, Michael Jordan was retired. Who the main right? star would True. be, and it's probably Kevin Martin. Yeah, well, I don't think anymore. Honestly, I think they'd go younger. That's why I'm saying Brad Jacobs, ah, defending yeah. Olympic gold medalist. There you go. He's kind of like buffish. Or the Norwegian guys. Cause the I just don't know if the world's ready for someone with a thick Sault Ste. Marie accent to have a starring role in a movie. <laughs> Probably not, no. Yeah. What, would the, what would it be called? Just space curl? What's a curling term? Space rock. Yeah, space but that's just the sweep. thing. Like It wasn't called space ball. Oh, yeah. It so it'd be jam. like space draw? Yeah, I guess, because the jam is... The but the jam is like a big shot. So, so you'd be like space takeout. Which is doesn't sound like great. Sounds like, good, yeah. sounds like Good Burger, but in space. <laughs> Cal and Keenan are bringing it back. Everybody keeps asking us about sports in space, too. I swear to yeah. God. We yeah, get that every well, because it's easy. They're, Did you, you say Kel and Keenan, not Keenan and Kel? You flipped it around. I don't. I thought he f- said Kellen Keenan, and that was one person's no, no, name. No. <laughs> Kel Mitchell and Keenan Thompson. I know. Welcome uh, to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. May I take your order? I do have a good question from Tupaka, and he asks, uh, "Best athlete?" Well, it's not really a question. He just—it's a statement. Best athlete who has killed someone. Um, which is weird because we actually got that same question from Brant Hardy. Really. Yeah, did you not see that? No. Like tonight? Yeah. Best He's, killer athlete? To yeah. the show or to me? Uh, To the show, I think. Okay. Hold on. I saw him tweet it. Yeah. Oh, oh here it is. Yeah, oh, no, maybe he just answered it. Oh, All-time just... athlete criminals based on how good they were at the sport, how bad their crime was if they did time. Yeah, there you go. So that's so pretty similar. great. Okay. And then he pulled a Yerky and answered his own question and said, obviously Tyson is the best, in brackets, worst. Because he raped someone, went to jail, and no one even cares. He <laughs> fell off the hoverboard. <laughs> I mean, the hoverboard vine was pretty funny. It was pretty dope, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't think I've seen it. But that's true. No one does care about Mike. Because Mike Tyson did some horrible, horrible shit. My fa- one of my favorite roast jokes of all time is Patrice O'Neal at Charlie Sheen's roast, where Mike Tyson was also at it. And he said, uh, Mike Tyson, I don't have much to say to you, man. I just hate how comfortable white people feel around you now (laughs) and i was like that's about as good as it gets because i agree mike tyson legitimately frightens me well killer athletes ray lewis oj simpson best probably i I guess his murder was really good too but okay allegedly we're gonna say allegedly killer athletes just to in case ray lewis is listening to our show Whatever, Which man. Which he does every week. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Hasn't written in yet, but we're holding out hope. We probably shouldn't talk shit about him, though, because then he might kill us. <laughs> yeah. Danny Heatley was very, very good for a time. Yeah. That's true. And he did yeah. kill someone. He's not very good Craig anymore. Craig McTavish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Confirmed, yeah. also. Uh, Casey Sezekis. Slaughterer. I went to the uh, the Molson Indy uh, car race or whatever in uh, Edmonton one year, and Craig McTavish was like the, start your engines. Like, gentlemen, start your engines. I was like, that's kind of like inappropriate. <laughs> 
I thought you were going to say you're going to somehow tie this into Greg Moore. And then I was like, <laughs> no, oh, no, boy, no. this is going down a dark road. <laughs> no, no, no. Greg Moore is a hero. Yeah, I was going to say universally beloved athlete. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> like I'm, whoever ran into his car, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, he's a... <laughs> no, I'm making fun of Craig McTavish. Who was that okay, yeah. driver who like killed somebody last year? Oh, Tony Stewart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight up intentionally murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, and then had the balls to come out like the next day and just be like, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, to be fine. fair, the guy was running on the track. I guess. Yeah. So are we going to get in this debate right now? I don't know. Well, the video is pretty incriminating. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. Look we're, good. we're getting, we're not even answering the question remotely. We're just no, no, naming no. athlete murderers. <laughs> yeah. The Tony right Stewart now. video was hard to watch. I only watched it like 15 times in a row. Yeah. It was really... <laughs> As opposed to your usual 47 yeah, yeah, watches. Yeah. No, I'm not a monster. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't really care who's the best. This is just fun. It's actually a little bit uh, disconcerting how many athletes we can think of off the top of our head that have murdered people. (laughs) And none of them are serving time in prison. Except OJ Simpson. Except, well, but he's serving for like tax evasion. No, he stole some memorabilia. That's right. That's right. He stole back some stuff that he sold. Yeah. The uh, fact that O.J. Simpson is in jail and Virgil is not seems a little like that sounds more like something that Virgil would do. Oh, this is a question from Rumpus Bumpus. Oh, great, great name. name. Uh, which NFLer would most likely eat Jim Tomsula's shaved facial hair on a dare? Ray um, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, probably Sorry. Ray Lewis. I was going to say Jared Allen like. because he was in one of the Jackass movies. That's right. So it's kind of like a Jackass I was going to say Johnny dare. Manziel because if oh, the yeah. dare was, I'll give you this beer if you do it, then he would for sure do it. <laughs> Because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> We're so sensitive on the show. This well, week. whatever. You, you said NFL or if you said NHL or I'd say Cassian, whatever. It's True. late. Yeah, I don't care right now. <laughs> I, my my moral fiber is low. What's something that doesn't have a lot of fiber in it? Cotton candy. My moral fiber is like cotton candy right should now. should have some moral Metamucil. <laughs> I should. Take a big moral shit. Yeah, absolutely. The Metamoral. Fiber, the fiber helps you. Uh, Mike Camberleri. Helps you poop. Yeah, yeah right. in. Justin doesn't need that, though, because he just pooed a lot. <laughs> should we check the poop tweet? Yeah, check yeah. it. It's <laughs> a perfect time to check at, the poop tweet. In the meantime, I'll tell you that Mike Camberleri at Camber wrote in, are you in favor of removing the Ann from the Canucks name? So it'll be the, they'll be the Vancouver Cucks. Yeah, that's way cooler. Way cooler. You could also change the green men to the crying men. Well, no, the, the, the logo cu- be Johnny Canuck crying. Yeah, because I was going to say the cucks. Well, like the orca whale plows his wife. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what that's what the C is. It's actually the vagina. He's like coming out of the vagina <laughs> yeah, yeah. that he's fucking. Uh, the poop tweet, is, eight, eight retweets, 28 likes. I mean, granted, it's it's pretty late right now. That's still more than... It's still It's more than more the other than two put any, together. Yeah, and it's up to 5,600 impressions right Perfect, now, beautiful. So. I love yeah. it. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> there, there's that catchphrase <laughs> that we know is, and love. Is Cox... Cox is the people who are getting... They're the crying They're man, the crying right? man. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I heard... I found out what the real terminology is this week. Oh, perfect. It's cuck and bull. Oh, Bull. Okay. I'm pretty and the sure. Bull is the cool guy that has the yeah. sex. But oh, I nice. like our names better, so I'm never going to call them. Well, that. no, we'll have to see how John feels about that True. next yeah. time we have the Cucker. We also use Cucker and Cucky. Yeah, that's what I thought was. Yeah. Which well, it's, was like a, cool. it's like a bull and bear market in, uh, in right. stocks, right? And exactly. the easy, to, easy way to remember that is that uh, bulls are, are good and bears are bad. Right. So you're, so you're saying that overweight gay men with beards are bad? Yeah. Okay. 
just checking. I'm a, I'm a twink for sure. Like, no <laughs> you question. are a hundred percent a yeah. twink. Yeah. You definitely could never wear a tank top. No, no, no chance. It's, it's no. You would be. Yeah. Well, it'd fall off. That's also true. Yeah. 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 You're right. DJ Laidback Luke says, "Will Ronda Rousey prove once and for all that women are funny when she hosts SNL?" Oh, is she hosting it this Saturday? Really? Yeah. Why, how did I not know that? I love Ronda. She's hilarious. There's I lots of funny women. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, I don't... That's, uh, he's not being sincere about that. He's oh, referencing okay. the fact that people... Are, that's like an annual debate where like right. fucking... Which doesn't make sense. The creepy dudes of Twitter are like, can we just settle this finally? Women aren't funny. It's like, are you serious? Who do you follow on this website? Yeah. No, there's... Uh, and like, Well, I personally don't follow any women. <laughs> Well, I think that's like, isn't it like a legal thing? Yeah, you? it's more a thing. Like, yeah. Oh, you were talking about Twitter. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I meant like in life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a creep, okay. I'm not yeah. a creepo. Yeah. I don't just like follow women around. I follow at least 50% women like good ally Arthur Chu. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> I don't know. That lost me. The Jeopardy guy. <laughs> oh, what was his deal? He's like, if you want to be good, you got to follow at least 50 to 60% women. Except he doesn't talk like that. I don't know. No, he doesn't. He sort of does. He always looks like he took a shower in his own sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It is good to follow women, though, but you don't have to set a fucking percentage. Just do whatever you like. You know, women are funny. Yeah, he was a weird dude because he was like good at Jeopardy, but then he was like oddly cocky-ish well because he was kind of he was like i'm breaking the game yeah he had that strategy (laughs) where he would just pick them all really fast look for the daily double i think yeah and just even if he didn't win no one else could get it and old people don't like that strategy yeah because it's fast it's fast and also they like the categories to go in descending order because the clues get progressively harder and they like that they don't want to have to face a really hard question coming right off of the commercial. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also he played that strategy where he would just play for a tie. Right. Like he would never bet the $1 to outright beat someone. He right. would just play for the tie. Uh, she's going to be joined on SL this week by Selena Gomez. Oh, great combo. Musical guest, nice. Selena Gomez. Don Pardo, rest that in was, peace. That was good. Wow. Oh, okay. And your host, okay. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, except he won't say that because he's dead. Yeah, but she is going to say, we got a great show for you tonight. Selena Gomez is here, which is, you know, so not a bad stick around. Name. Yeah. We'll be right not back. A, did not we say we were having a great show tonight? Say. No, we'd never say that. No, it's probably for the best. <laughs> I think we're having a fine show. I think so. I'm also... I uh, honestly don't remember but, any of it. But yeah. Rhonda is not... Like, to me, this is not about our women funny. It's about our athletes funny on SNL. Because largely, no. They athletes never can are. be funny. Peyton you know, Manning, yes. Yeah, yeah Peyton Jeter, was yes. Yeah. Peyton Derek was Jeter good. was awesome. But in both cases, it was one amazing sketch. Peyton Manning's was the United Way one, which was so funny. Where he was just like pegging the little kids with footballs. Yeah. And then Conversely, telling them, if you're asking me if I've ever killed a snitch... Well, I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes, if you know what I mean. And then Derek Jeter had the one where he was uh, like going to be a prospective stepdad to a kid and then was teaching him a swing, but to hit people with it is great. He was like, Can I just, the unfunniest athlete is uh, Dwight Howard. In terms of athletes who think they're funny. Oh God. Awful. I was going to say conversely though, Eli Manning was terrible on SNL. But he's funny though. 
he had a bad the SNL was bad but yeah. I think Eli's funny like the commercials yeah. that him and Peyton do together and stuff they're good I feel like Steve Nash should have hosted SNL at yeah. some point yeah he's pretty funny he would have been amazing the, the best Peyton Manning commercial is the one where he's the little uh, the little fairy in the fridge yes with, about the, the tapenade That's and just the yes. way he says it is like so perfect it's a beauty uh, owns a lot of Papa John's that Peyton Manning yeah. so many Robert Elliott writes in, what's more frustrating, Canadian Stanley Cup drought or the never-ending discussion of Justin Bieber? Are we in a never-ending discussion of Justin Bieber? Did, did we, are people still mad at Justin Bieber? I love Justin Bieber. I know, like, I know awesome. he's got a new album. It's supposed to be pretty good. It's very good. But like, here's okay, the thing. I got you onto Carly Rae Jepsen, which you then... You didn't s- get me on that. Of course I did. No, you didn't. 100% I did. Let's no go way. back to this Absolutely podcast. Not. I got you on No, it. you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you brought it up, and I was like, yeah, that's my jam. No. Yes, no, I am a member I of the Northeast BC media elite, of which we are all huge Carly Rae Jepsen I, fans. Dude, this was not right. I brought it up on the podcast you're like i haven't really listened to it and then the next week you're like oh i've been listening to it a lot you know maybe we should, we should meant- ask the guy who marathoned our podcast yeah maybe you meant to listen to it but i swear that i said i was listening to it a lot and then you started listening to it i after don't think that. you got me on that tip man i, I think you're this is heated they're I both standing up right now bit- by the way <laughs> yeah Justin just threw a, a cup at the wall right we're, we're sending wrestling <laughs> we're sending wrestling gifs to each other <laughs> Over and over again. Gifts, I should say. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. That was great. But here's here's the thing, Robert Elliott. Uh, you can just ignore discussions about Justin Bieber. I don't... Anyway, the new album's great. Uh, what I meant to say was, if you liked the Carly Rae Jepsen album, you yeah. should be on the Justin Bieber album. It's really Which good. is called? Purpose. Purpose. Yeah. It was in my top 10 this year. But yeah. Coming it, in at number 10. It does end if you just choose to not participate in it. Yeah. I haven't had a Justin Bieber conversation before this one. And personally, very I enjoy the Canadian Stanley Cup drought aside from the fact that the Leafs yeah. are included in that. Yeah. Like, I don't really get this whole, like, I just want a Canadian team to win the Cup. No, I don't want that at all. To me, that's the most, like, mitten stringer <laughs> argument of all time. Like, what are you, a little a little sappy baby? <laughs> I just want to see a Canadian team win the Cup. That's r- absolutely ridiculous. Grow up, you fucking baby. I do not. I definitely do not want to see a Canadian team win the cup before the Leafs. Are you shitting me? Okay. Let's look at all those fan bases. Vancouver, eh, don't deserve it. Not even close to deserving it. Like 10% of their fans actually can name more than five players. Edmonton, give me a break. They've mismanaged that franchise into the ground. Calgary, come on. The only place with worse fans in Vancouver is Calgary. <laughs> oh, fucking Johnny Goudreau. I had someone on Facebook tell me Johnny Goudreau was a generational player. I thought you were going to bring that up with Mike Fail. Go there. fuck yourself. He's good, obviously. Great. Super entertaining to watch. Generational Give me a fucking break, especially when McDavid plays 200 kilometers away well, from like, you. Well, like even in terms of small men, there's so many of them in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. He's a nothing. Anyway, Ottawa, come on. You can't even what? Oh, sorry. Uh oh, the, the rink oh, is 45 oh. minutes away. Yeah. Oh, there's only one road into the rink. I don't <laughs> think I can possibly go. I don't want to take a taxi. It'll be too expensive. Yeah, exactly. Here's Ottawa, the land of $18 StubHub Stanley Cup final tickets. Pass. <laughs> Montreal, you really want French people to win again? Nothing against French people, but give me a break. You guys are already way too cocky about your team. And then I'd also have to listen to that from my friends who for whatever reason cheer for them so basically all i'm saying is if you're from canada and you cheer for a canadian team don't say that you want another canadian team to win because i guarantee you you're not going to be able to handle the fan base when it's over and while you're fired up 
Fire Ken Hitchcock at Mac Wilkie writes in, please make fun of my favorite team, the St. Louis Blues. Perfect. No problem. Okay, here we go. Here's a hilarious story. Okay. I, I want to say one good thing is that John Hamm is a fan of St. Louis. Okay, John Hamm. One good, good guy. Yeah, yeah, good guy. So, yeah, but um, okay. I heard a great story from an NHL player that I cannot share. Who? <laughs> you can't tell the story. You can't say the player. I can't name. say the, who the player was. Okay. Uh, but he basically said that, like, apparently. Can you tell um, me later? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you both after this. Is over. Um, apparently, like I knew that you could. I just wanted them to know that we would know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Ken Hitchcock, like I guess, like basically can't skate. Like when he runs practices, like he puts skates on, but he like doesn't move. And it's like this running joke among the players that he's like, obviously a really good coach, but he just like can't even skate on the ice, and that's why like that. I don't remember if you guys like he got injured in practice like not that long ago because he just like fell <laughs> and apparently he's just like super fat and all the players on his team make fun of how fat he is and he just is like he's fucking horrible. So anyway, that's your coach. Let's start there. Um, as far as your team goes, I like Tarasenko. The rest of the team is just injured most of the time. Uh, and the most remarkable player on your team is only remarkable because his last name sounds like a character from Star Trek. St. Louis Blues pass. And the most remarkable thing about their team history is that they have the claim to fame of making the playoffs for the most consecutive years of any sports franchise, I do believe. Do they? Um, and, and not winning any. Yes. And what did they do making the playoffs all those times? Absolutely sweet fuck all. So your well, claim to fame is that you have done nothing more than anyone else. Well, everyone agrees that if you have only six teams in a league for 40-plus years – that when you decide to bring new teams into the league, you will put them all in their own conference and then allow the winner of that conference to play the winner of the old existing team Great conferences <laughs> before the draft exists. <laughs> and four of the teams or three of the teams are in Canada. Yeah, really great foresight and planning there. Actually, I guess only two of the original six are in Canada, but whatever. Jessica Lee at Kentucky Daria writes in, talk about Bo Bergdahl's hygiene while he was a war prisoner. This Who is, the fuck is that? This is about Serial, oh, serial Season, season two. 2, which I am publicly oh not a fan of. Uh, but the, probably the most notable thing about Bo Bergdahl's hygiene while he was a war prisoner is he took a lot of messy poops. That's the one thing I've learned from Serial this year, which is very relatable content to me, having just had the Norwalk virus. Well, the one thing I learned from Making a Murderer is that Steve Avery doesn't own underpants. <laughs> That was like that was part of his defense. I've got. A, I've seen nothing. Yeah. Anyway, of this. it's uh, the show's. It's about poop mostly. Okay, shows. it sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what I figured. Making a murderer would be about yeah, his poop. poop. And finally, Randy K at RK Van O Four says, "We need an all CFL podcast night. Do we? I don't what? know that Why? we do. What does he mean by we? <laughs> the fans, maybe." Uh, Pat, hard pass. All me fans out there needed a CFL what? night on the podcast. Let me okay. Let me guess. This guy has less than fifty followers. Um, twenty-one. Oh, he's got a privatized account though. So yeah, he's not out there looking yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> CF. That means we follow him. Yeah, we follow. Oh my god, we follow our followers. Okay, the ones who are real people. I have to go through every single person yeah, yeah. who follows us and make whatever sure. respect. We gotta fix our ra- we gotta fix us. our ratio. I think. <laughs> but whatever, that's fine. We can do an all CFL podcast if this guy Ricky whatever is fine with the podcast being thirteen minutes long. 
because that's about as long as I can imagine myself enjoying talking about the CFL and Sean White. And Sean White will guest. He has to be here because otherwise I can't talk about it. Johnny Manziel will phone in. That'd be amazing. Well, he's. I think maybe he could get us Chad Ochocinco. We could get him on the program. Yeah, they really? were on the same team. They were teammates. Or yeah, Michael yeah. Sam. We could talk about gay yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it, I guess. Uh. <laughs> wow. What? You know, I think I might edit that out, but I probably won't. What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, you um, could say gay issues. <laughs> What's wrong with stuff? Same deal. Yeah. I guess stuff and issues. I didn't mean it in an offensive way. No, no, I know you didn't. Yeah, you you meant gay issues. Yeah, Yeah. like what time is it? It's like 101. Yeah, Yeah, it's like when I made fun of Arthur Chu. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Arthur Chu. Arthur C. Chu. Uh, is that Arthur C. Clarke? It was. I don't know what, what I'm is saying. going on here. I'm totally it's lost. so late. Arthur, like the Arthur the Aardvark from the books. Those are dope. We should have an all Arthur. Well, it's a TV podcast. show too. <laughs> yeah. What is? A lot of people is... don't know that, but he's an Aardvark. <sighs> yeah, how the fuck do his glasses stay on his head? By the way, it's a great question because his nose is sloped towards the earth. Well, no, I mean, he's got, his ears are on top of his head. Yeah, that's also true. So he, his glasses don't hook onto anything. He needs those old Oakleys that yeah. went over top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> this has gone on he's long just enough. just got contact lenses. Or, are we stopping? No, we're going to skip past pool party and oh, go yeah. straight yeah, to no. one good thing. 100%. I don't even think I'm going to I'm honestly looking around your apartment right now to think of a good thing. Ooh, I haven't read that. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Ooh, that's a good book. I've got a good thing here. Stefan, gentlemen, what do you like this week? Oh, well, I just said I have a good thing. Okay. I, I kind of preempted no, you No, go I'm for sorry. it. It's fine. Uh, so Ben Carson was at like a campaign stop today at like an elementary school in, uh, I think, Iowa or something. Uh, and he, he asked the kids at this assembly. There's like 500 kids. Uh, and uh, he says, who's the dumbest kid in your class? And at least half a dozen kids pointed to one student. And I don't know what the follow-up is to that. I'm not sure where he was going with it. But, uh, yeah, Ben Carson, like, bullied a kid. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, here's my one good thing, because I will also share a story from my class, because I'm a teacher uh, in my day life. I also don't drink, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> um, He's playing um, the hits tonight, ladies and absolutely. gentlemen. Absolutely. This is uh thank you. Yes. Welcome to the twenty sixteen <laughs> edition of John Cullen plays the hits at Folsom Prison. At Norwalk Prison. Um, <laughs> okay. So this was this happened this week. I was teaching and uh, my class was in the library, and so the library generously had headphones for the students to borrow. So this is an exchange between the student and the librarian. Student. Can I borrow some... And this is 100% true, by the way. Student, can I borrow some headphones? Librarian, will that impair your ability to learn? Student, oh, absolutely. I focus much better with music on. It helps me concentrate. Me, you don't know what impair means, do you? (laughs) Student, no. So, uh, yeah, so just in case you're wondering how the education system in Canada is doing right now, uh, this student thought the word impair was the word improve. (laughs) But he learned what impair meant. Yeah. So that's a step forward. Presumably. And if he didn't, I'm sure he'll learn it seven years from now when he gets a DUI. (laughs) (laughs) 
I will boy. recommend a film. I hope people don't give up on this podcast halfway through <laughs> because like, this has easily been our best second half of yeah, the podcast no question. ever. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to recommend a film as I so often do. Uh, this is something that I watched on Netflix, which is no, often yeah, where I find absolutely. things that I recommend. Good place to watch movies. <laughs> yeah, great, <laughs> great place. I recommend it. Seven ninety nine a month. Sign up at Netflix.com. I've recommended Netflix itself in the past. You have. So. That's right. That's uh, N-E-T-F-L-I-X. <laughs> Uh, I watched a movie that I'd heard really good things about but still felt kind of skeptical on before I watched it. Uh-huh. It's an action film. It kind of has comedy elements too. It's very like violent in like a very like hyper Edgar Wright kind of way, like stylish kinetic violence. I totally know what that uh, means. Super enjoyable though and kind of funny also. Uh, it is called Kingsman, The Secret Service. Oh, nice. Yeah. came out That's last on year. Netflix? Directed yeah. by Matthew oh, Vaughn. It's a fun starring movie. Some dude who I've never seen before. Colin Firth? Uh, well, no. <laughs> the young guy. <laughs> oh, but yeah. then there's a bunch of obviously John Boyega? Famous. No. <laughs> I know him from Attack the Block. But regardless. Channing uh, Tatum? No. His name is... I think his name's like Eggly in the movie. I don't know. Eggsy? I don't it's Eggsy. Know. It's Eggsy. Eggsy Gosling? Yeah. <laughs> That's his character's name. It's full of James like... James McAvoy? Every British actor you know is probably in Daniel this movie. Daniel Craig? No, not those two. But uh, Idris Elba, Samuel L. Jackson is he's the not villain British. of it. No, but Ricky Gervais. He, but this is a disaster. <laughs> I just thought the movie was good. Ian McKellen. I, I really enjoyed it. Patrick it's very, Stewart, like, slick and stylish. You might like it too. I'm gonna stop talking. It is fun. It's a good movie. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Baxter, Eric Idle, yeah. John. Should we, should we check on the poop tweet? Yeah, let's check in on the poop tweet. So I tweeted it at 11:46 p.m. It's now 1:07 a.m. <laughs> Uh, like I said, not exactly like the witching hour, so to speak, for uh, tweeting the word poop. But uh, no, it is kind of the witching hour, isn't it? Is the witching hour a good thing or a bad? I thing? I think it's a bad. Like it refers to nighttime. Uh, I, thought, I, I thought it was just kind of like your wheelhouse, you know. But like, well, I, I can oh, never maybe. tell either right. if if it's like you're supposed to say when things are getting good. If it's all uphill from here or all downhill from here. All downhill is like when it's, it's going. It's badly. as good as it's gonna get. But if you're riding a bike, though, like downhill is great. Well, can we get back to my? Poop yeah, tree? but it's not it. But no one specified you're on a bike. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the the final witching hour referred. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I, I want with the moth. <laughs> Okay, apparently the witching hour means basically midnight. With a modern literal meaning of midnight, the term witching hour refers to the time of night when creatures such as witches, demons, and ghosts are thought to appear and to be at their most powerful and black magic to be most effective. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah, so I guess like the Twitter equivalent is like when creatures such as egg profile pictures... And other associated night crew workers. Yeah, exactly. Are at anyway, feet. final so final poop. numbers. Uh, a little under two hours, about an hour and a half. Eight retweets, twenty nine likes. Obviously not great, uh, but like I said, but good. Tweeted late at night uh, and better than anything with real good show. Did we actually mention who won the contest? I don't think we did. No, no we I don't didn't. think we, we did at all. About it. <laughs> we <laughs> said we were going to say. She's probably listened to the whole thing just to find out. It's been a, a suspenseful cliffhanger hanging over this entire episode. Congratulations on winning the Beer Salona FC jersey, Sam Anderson. Hey. The signed jersey. Yeah, Although autograph. We honestly also. shouldn't have waited this long because Sam hearing about us possibly doing an all CFL podcast <laughs> and then finding out she won the jersey within seven minutes of each other may kill her. <laughs> <laughs>
So Sam, please stay alive. Please uh, check in on Twitter after you've listened to this episode so that we know you're okay. <laughs> With that announcement, however, that will do it for, for this, this week's, week's episode. episode. Our intern is still Jessica Sands. Okay. Our roommate is Graham Perkins. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Poop. Beer Salona. Oh, obviously, it was going to be poop. Uh, we just talked about the jersey. Know, you usually pick things we've spoken about in the last five minutes. We talked about poop in the last five minutes. I know. We talked about poop basically throughout the entire I show. Know, I fucked up. Mm-hmm.